So I was just thinking of something, Mark, <clears throat> where I, cause I thought, God, I want to make sure I look good on these things. <laughs> you look fine. <laughs> so if I needed to put lipstick on. No, or... you're, you look fine. We're fine. Okay, good. I mean, it, I, I'm sure, I'm sure once we get going, we'll have uh, the, uh, the inevitable uh, YouTube trolls come on and say, oh, your picture quality sucks. And, oh, you yeah, guys yeah. don't know what you're doing. You know, we're going to have that. You know, yeah, and, yeah. and we might have a few saying, geez, the, the, the guy with the headphones <laughs> on is uglier than a bucket of you know what. So, you know, who, know, who knows? Yeah. You know, it's it's the things you have to live with when you yeah. when you go out to the public, when you go out to the YouTube world. Oh, there you go. Yes. Peter's got a That's what they say. Uh, yeah and again uh, uh you know what uh there's going to be like with uh apple and spotify and all of that it's that's going to be basically just audio I mean, we're not going to have the picture so oh yeah okay we don't, we don't have there's a lot of the podcast venues out there that just do the audio they don't do the uh, video okay so, sounds uh, good they can hear our voices but they can't see our lovely faces nice yeah okay yeah all right. Well, so the this first um, segment, we're going to talk about getting started. Okay. okay. How we how we got started, and maybe you know uh, other things we've heard. You know how people sh get started in the industry, and what our thoughts are um, with getting started. Um, what's the right way? What's the wrong way? <clears throat> in our opinion. And, you know, opinions are like everybody's got one. Right. Right. Yes. Opinions and a million dollars are equally worth nothing unless they're yours. That is very prophetic. There's my thought of the day. <laughs> that is nice. I like is that. Is that an original Doug Mass quote? That really is. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I got a lot of time on my hands sometimes when I'm driving around. <laughs> So, opinions and what well, say that again to me i have to remember that one an opinion and a million dollars are equally worth nothing unless it's yours yeah there you go okay yeah so well, I, I like it it makes sense i you know kind of yeah i don't yeah. know all right all right good well so um again let's let's talk about each other's uh, experience how we got started and what we thought we did right and what we thought we did wrong. So, uh, again, ladies first. So, um, how well, we talked a little bit last time about how I used um, such a voice. Um, I think, I mean, I think that was, for me, was a good way to go. I mean, it, it, was, it was somewhat economical, as I remember. It was a number of years ago. Plus, I got all my equipment. How many, uh, how many years ago was that? When did, when did you start Jesus, that? I, well, I did it the same time as Doug. So I was thinking it was a, around 2008, 2009. But, uh, um, actually, if you can see my uh, board in the back, 2010. 10. Okay. Yeah. So that's when we did that. Yeah. <laughs> I should find, see where mine is. I know I have it somewhere. Um, that's a good thing to put too there. Um, so I, I think that not knowing anything about it, that was a good way to go. I know as we went on, um, you know, kind of we talked about it, like the quality of our, because we got our demos and you, we went into a studio and stuff like that. Um, so we were able to quit, you know, I was able to have Steve help me create a website and put those demos on um 
what got you first first off what what got you thinking about doing the vo first i mean what what all of a sudden said i yeah I, and I, that I want was, to try so, this yeah um so i was because i was working um on the telephone doing, thing yeah yeah i was doing um medical information for pfizer at denver health and <laughs> i was um me and this other woman of course we were the two oldest ones there and we were the you know uh Pfizer, one of Pfizer's drugs was Viagra. And so we were the Viagra people, me and her. And, you know, we get these guys on the phone and they'd say, well, you have a really nice voice. And um, so I kept on hearing that. And then it was a rapid. That's, that's a form of Viagra right there. Yeah, I know. Sometimes, <laughs> it, and I was so, you know, I was trying, I'd be trying to be professional. And these guys would get kind of. I had a man And everybody around me was <laughs> laughing because they heard one half of the conversation. And they were and they were laughing because you know I'm you know you're trying to just like you know be kind of professional no matter what they're saying to you you know yes. even though it's probably an X-rated call anyway so but um <laughs> but um then after you know while I was doing that um, I believe and um, it was Arapaho Community College actually had a class and it was. And, and then they said that if you, you know, people tell you, um, you have a nice voice, you might consider voiceovers. I hadn't, I didn't really know anything about it until I took that class. So, and Arapahoe Community College was close to me. So can't remember if it was a one day class or whatever. And then we signed, I signed up I, and Doug can remind me, but, um, so I thought it was a good way to go for me, not knowing anything. I think as we've got we've gotten into it, we've talked about, um, you know, other things um, that are kind of out there that. Um, but but like I still use my Audio Technica mic, I think it's a really good mic, you know, of course, things have changed. I had a mic box then um, I, I had to get a different one because mine broke. Um, and you and got you got all of that stuff when you started that such a voice class, right? Yeah, we got the um, microphone, the mic box, and I even think we got Pro Tools, didn't we, Doug? I'm almost positive we got Pro Tools too. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did get- so you yeah. know, so that was a kind of a good a, a good thing. Of, of course, as it went on, you know, we had to, um, um, you know, like I said, I had to get a new mic box, and Pro Tools kind of changed a lot, and. Um, and and then we got our demos we went down to a studio in denver um it was on colfax actually where you know they they gave us scripts and you know coached us through reading and you know put music to our demos and those demos are still on my um on my website um so yeah i think that was a for me that was a good way to go when you did the demos after you went to this such a voice class and the such a voice how many sessions was that i mean the when you did the such a voice you you're i know you're going got to go back into the memory cells here uh i know that's a lot that because that's like what that's 10 um that's 13 years 13 ago right years ago yeah so um, was it a, was it a one-day class or was so it multiple the class classes? That, that, the class at ACC was, but I, we must have had, we must have done more than one because, you know, they kind of walked us through the script and, and Doug, maybe you remember a little bit more than I do um, about that. Do you? 
Um, I, I know there was there was more than one week. Yeah, the the ACC was uh, was a one evening class just to kind of introduce you to such a voice. And, and, and then we signed on, and then they they had more um, classes. And um, can't remember right. where they were. If they were at the studio or what? But um, and it was a woman that we we worked right. with. Um, yeah, I was thinking there was a meeting room at one of the local hotels or something, wasn't it? Oh, maybe, and that's where we went. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, so they gave us, um, scripts and we read them and they coached us. And then, and then at the end we went into the studio and they did that all the, a, the, the studio on, on Colfax on Colfax. Yeah. And, and actually that, that young, the young gentleman that was there, Mike starts with a D Warrington or something like that. He, he like set up my computer such that when I went in to Pro Tools, because I found Pro Tools a little bit um, intimidating for me. Um, it, you know, because it had all this stuff. And he went in there and he set it up on my computer that I could just click on this link and it just popped up, you know, um, everything I needed you know, to record. Um, so I didn't have to start going through there every time I went and press buttons, you know, he had the, the volumes, the way it would be and everything like that. Um, and, um, so yeah, I I mean, I think that was a, I think the mic was good. I think that was a good way to go. It's really interesting as I remember, and I can't, and tell me if I'm wrong, Doug, but as I remember, I think I had a conversation with Doug and he says, yeah, I'm getting all my equipment with this class. And I'm thinking, I don't remember them saying that to me. So I was able to get all my equipment too, because of Doug, I said, no, I get all my equipment with this. Like Doug told me we get all our equipment. So um, I thought that was kind of really interesting. And it was all through sweet. Um, was it all through Sweetwater? I think. Yeah. And that was kind of nice because then I like Sweetwater. Those guys, especially with um, Pro Tools, which I bought from them, when I had any problems, I could talk to them and they would get on my computer with me and, um, you know, adjust things. So I, I do like Sweetwater. I mean, um, they have, they had a really good, um, what would you call it? It's not really customer service, um, technical support, technical support. They yeah. provide, I thought, pretty good technical support when I would have problems, especially with Pro Tools, you know. Um, and it would be funny because I try to, after they'd get on my computer and I, and they'd be walking, well, they clip this button that, and I try to follow them, but it was really interesting because every time I called them and um, had a problem, you know, whoever I was talking to did it a different way for I, for me to get in and start to record. So I never, it, it was a kind of an issue. Um, I think pro tools is probably not the way to go for a, a new voiceover person that that would be one thing I would, I would say, um, and, and we'll talk talk about the different software softwares uh, programs the, out there that uh, are worth it and that are not worth it on a on another episode right and then and then um Steve luckily he's uh, uh you know he was pretty techy so he created the website for me and um and then I got cards and you know I whenever I'd go out I actually my first job I got I was out with some friends you know and friends of friends and I gave them all my cards, and the one guy who was there happened to um, 
one of his businesses was working with people and doing voiceovers. And that's how I got my first job um, doing these educational learning things for this group in India. Don't know if I got paid. If I got paid, I got very little money from that. But um, but you were know, they, it, were they, they kind of like e-learning, e-learning? Things yeah, or? e-learning. So they'd just send you this stuff, and then you'd, um, you know, and then um, you know, you'd record it, send it to them, and then they would put it onto their videos or whatever. Right. And then I was able. Then I met. Um, the way I got the job with CBS was um, Steve and I did a commercial for colon cancer. And this guy, Mark Peterson, he was the one, and it was through one of the, um, I think, oncologists. And um, when I got into voiceovers, I reached out to Mark, and he remembered me from this um, this thing Steve and I did. So then he started using me um, as a voiceover artist. The, the one thing for me was, you know, and th- and this is something as a new person, I think it's good to know you know, what you'll accept as a a fee. Um, Because that, I mean, I don't remember us talking about that in the such such a voice classes, you know, Um, the marketing, I don't know, you got to look at your chart, Doug, but the marketing or the fee schedule. Um, And um, so I probably um, was a little bit less than, than I probably could have you know, gotten for some of these things. Yeah. Um, and then there's other, the other things that we learned, I learned um, as we went along was like, if you have to, you know, cause they'll, you'll do a take and then they'll say, oh, I want to change the word there, you know, and then, you know, then you're doing it again. Well, are you getting paid for that or not kind of a thing? And so I kind of learned that as I kind of, and talking to other people who were doing voiceovers, what what's um what is the um what usually the the voiceover industry um recommends doing in those kind of situations because it's not something you didn't do right you know um and um so because sometimes you'd read the script and you think oh man i don't know if this you know i can remember i one of my first jobs i did it was gj gardner oh my god just to say G.J. Gardner all these times was not was not very easy. And um, so you'd read the script and you think, oh, God, I think they could have said things certain ways. But, you know, this is the script they came they came up with. So um, anyway, I think I kind of got off track a little bit, but um, no, it's good. It's all um, good. It's all good. info. Th- so did I cover pretty much, I think, um, I think it was important to get cards. I think it was important to have a website. I think it's good to have somebody kind of lead you through, um, you know, you know, either like here, you know, you have a group of people who know who've been doing it for like what we've been doing it for, would we say 13 years or more, um, you know, probably, um, you know, we'd be able to guide people now with the demos. I couldn't do it, but Mark, you could definitely do demos for people. Um, so, um, but we could give them advice about, yes, yeah, stay away from pro-, pro tools or these are the mics we use and, and things like that. So, and the setup, I, I always struggled with the techie part of it. It just always seemed like something didn't work right. And it would just kind of get me really frustrated. And that, that's where most of my time went. I think the actual recording, 
you know, doesn't take that long and the editing of it doesn't take that long. It's just like the whole setup stuff and, you know, getting it so it sounds right, you know, when you're recording it, that that whole techie part, I think is the, is the, um, for me anyway, I think it was the, um, the most difficult part, so. And, and again, we'll get more into the technical part of the voiceover and, you know, setting up your studio. Uh, we'll talk more on that later, but, uh, you know, that, and, and it is, it, it's uh, a lot of work. It's a lot of, a lot of learning. Uh, right. there's, a lear- there's a, there's a learning curve there, but yeah. It, and we'll talk later also about coaching. Well, you know, what we did other oh, than, you know, coaching, you guys got, yeah. you guys got started with that such a voice. Uh, and, and when I tell my story, my story with such a voice is a little bit different, but I want to hear both yours and well, Doug and Doug's. So, and then, and then sometime, I mean, I'd like to, um, I can talk about, you know, like being from Jersey and my dialect, I have to be, I ha- in the beginning, I didn't even we'll realize. T- yeah. Yes. Our, our how, accents or, or, you know, yeah. How I, how I would run words together or I wouldn't. I wouldn't enunciate certain things. And even when I played it back, it sounded perfectly fine to me. And then somebody would say, well, we need a, we need a stronger guh sound on the G or something like that. I'm thinking, Oh, okay. You know, so that, that, um, that's some other things that, um, that you have to learn. Yeah. Yep. Very good. There are a couple of times where you'll say a phrase or something, and your jersey does come out. It's really, out. It's, I know <laughs> it's, it's it's fun. It's fun to hear. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll hear something. And I'll go. Oh, you are from the from, from the Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Jersey. Jersey. You're once if you're a Jersey girl. You're always a Jersey girl, no matter where you are. Even though I lived in Colorado for more years than I lived in Jersey. And then the other thing is being a Catholic. I was raised a Catholic, and I I think once you're Catholic, you're always a Catholic. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's true. Uh, that's true. Uh, they they kicked they kicked me out. So you know what? Well, <laughs> well, that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> they they wouldn't even let me in. So. There you but, go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Dougie. Let's let's hear from you. Uh, let's let's uh, and and I know yours your your beginning stories are quite similar to Cindy. But uh, go ahead, elaborate. Yeah. Okay. Well, mine start out a little little long. Um, uh, before the such a voice when uh, Cindy and I had met, um, <clears throat> I think it was like 1987, 1988. Uh, I, I drove tour buses a long time ago, you know, just taking groups of people around either the state or the country or the city or whatever. And um, every once in a while you had to get on the uh, the PA on the microphone and uh, you'd have to talk and, and people say, Oh, you know, you've got a really good voice. You know, you should do some radio or something. Now, this is way back before the internet and, and all those things were going on. And um, I didn't take it uh, too serious, but my wife says, you know, you, you do have a good voice and you should, uh, you should look into that. So I came across the uh, Columbia school of broadcasting which is back in the, again, the late eighties. And, uh, they had a studio up on Wadsworth and like 68th Avenue, um, a full-time classroom kind of thing. And I would go in once a week and we used cassette tapes, went into the, and they had little studio booths. They really had it set up nice. Uh, they had studio booths we go into, you'd get some coaching, you would do some recordings, um, on the cassettes and, he had some homework and different things to do, and and uh, someday I'll dig out my book. It's a, it's like a, this three ring plastic binder, and it's got all these little pouches for cassettes where my recordings are at, 
And if I could ever find a cassette player anymore, I'd, I'd play one to just to listen to myself. But um, so really, that's kind of what got me started. So I went through the program uh, and I don't remember the cost on it. Uh, I didn't have a lot of money at the time, so made these little payments to him to try, <laughs> try to keep going and, and got through the uh, through the program and uh, uh, graduated and got the uh, the final cassettes and they kind of did the same thing that such a voice did was uh give you a, a, a demo tape so i made some copies of the demo the best i could and and they kind of helped me with that and they uh i think they went out of business not too long after that so um i didn't really want to be i think the big thing then was being a disc jockey you know getting on the radio talking and and giving the highlights of the day and the traffic and the news and the weather and all those things and i thought for sure if i'm on a live radio i'm gonna screw up and i'm gonna say something bad and that's gonna get me fired <laughs> so I thought, no i don't know i don't want to do that <laughs> so um <clears throat> so I, I did send out a couple of tapes just to the stations here in town and and uh uh, they never went anywhere. Never heard anything back. And of course, then you had the had to write out your resume as, and uh, you know, this is all old school kind of stuff. So um, didn't go anywhere with it. Went about my career in the transportation business, and and didn't think really too much more about it. Um, and then um, in 2010, uh, the the uh, uh, opening at at uh, Arapahoe Community College, kind of the introduction to voiceover was there. And uh, that's where I met Cindy. And um, uh, well, actually, I guess I met you at the classroom. I don't remember meeting you at the at the uh, uh, introduction meeting. But uh, uh, they talked about such a voice. The lady who was there, and, and here's what we're going to do, and we're going to start next week. And da 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 da. da. So um, I went home and molded over. And um, when I talked to her, she says, "Oh yeah, she said, we're, we'll get you a microphone. Uh, we'll get you the." Uh, a uh, little sound uh, stand where it wraps around with a foam around it so you can uh, make your recordings. Uh, we had the Pro Tools software. Um, what else did we get? Uh, I think the there Mic was. Box. Yeah, yeah, the Mic Box, Mic Box, Mic Box, uh, and the Pro Tools. So, uh, you know, I thought, well, that's a pretty good way to go. And, and uh, you know, I, I think it was because um, if I had to go out and buy those things myself or look for them, I probably wouldn't have had any idea on where to go or what to do. So, um, so it worked out good for me. And, um, you know, we had the, had the classes and I thought they were, uh, they were pretty good. Had people there talking. And then, uh, of course they, um, uh, get you the, the studio time, uh, down on East Colfax. And, um, <clears throat> I, I thought that was good too. I thought those were good sessions. They had a, they had good people there. Um, I don't remember their names or anything, but, uh, uh, the people who were coaching us, you know, okay, why don't you say this one again, only do it this way and try this and try that. And it was really, it was really nice. So, so I ended up with, uh, with demo, uh, uh, tapes there. And, um, uh, excuse me for butting in. I forgot to ask Cindy while she was talking, what did this class cost you? I know I was going to ask Doug, I think, was it like two or 3000? That's kind of what I'm thinking too. I was just trying to think of what that what that did cost, but I, I'm thinking, yeah, it was in the range of around three thousand. Yeah, maybe on the little upward of that. And that was uh, for all of the classes, all stuff, of the equipment, yeah. and demos. and the recording of the demos. Yes. So around yeah. three. Okay. So it all did right. include. So you know, if, if someone starting out could find a program like that, I mean, just really new like myself, 
you know, I think that's probably a, a good way to do it. If you can get some of the equipment uh, and the coaching and, and demo tapes, I think that is uh, uh, a real good way to get started. And especially if you're by yourself, you don't have a, have a big uh, community of people that <clears throat> are in this business. Um, force that met Cindy and, and Steve, and, and we got the, uh, uh, the meetup group going. It was Cindy's uh, brainchild. So, uh, and, that, and that's when we met you too, Mark, right at, the, at that first meeting, yeah. I believe. Yep. So, um, you know, a, a support group. I think that's that's important, having people to support you and, and maybe, uh, uh, you know, not family, but people that are kind of in the business or want to be in the business or have dabbled in the business, something like that uh, is, is a good, good uh, background. And I kind of... Uh, after I got my demo tapes, I, I had a website. Uh, we got a website Mark helped me with and, and uh, made some cards. But then it kind of fell on deaf ears from my from my end. It really didn't uh, push it uh, like I should have. Um, you know, you're doing your other job and you think, okay, I'm working 40, 60 hours a week doing this. And, and I'm not making money doing this. So I'm going to kind of set that off to the side a little bit and uh, those kinds of things. So I didn't really... Um, uh, push it very hard with that and and i agree with cindy the pro tools thing was good uh I, I think it was a good software for somebody that really knows their way around the technical end uh i think it's probably a good good uh, thing for them but now that we found uh audacity and and i think that was you mark or cindy who found that that turned mark. us on yeah, mark, mark, yeah. I think. yeah so uh using that it's uh, I, I think the quality is is good um and, you know, from what I'm doing, you know, I'm, I'm not doing uh, things for Warner Brothers or Disney or anyone. Uh, I'm just trying to kind of do some some basic reads and, and get the demos out, which I think uh, uh, this is more than sufficient. So, uh, you know, spending a lot of money on Pro Tools, maybe eventually if you get really good and really technical savvy, uh, it's I would say it's probably good if you're just starting out myself and, and technically challenged like myself. Audacity uh, really uh, fills the bill, I believe. I, I've been happy with that. Um, so, you know, overall, the way I got started was, you know, a little bit different. But uh, and I, I just let it drag for years and years. From, so if you think from 1988 until 2010, that's that's a long time to not really do anything. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, after the 2010 thing, again, I've just kind of drugged my feet and, and, uh, uh, working the other job, trying to, you know, pay the bills or whatever it is, put bread on the table, uh, those kinds of things. But, but it is something that you have to work at and, uh, be uh, consistent, uh, you know, picking a day of the week or two days of the week or two nights of the week, you go down to the studio, uh, and, or down to your microphone and record and, and, um, uh, you know, just keep doing it. Um, and, and I think maybe, you know, the, the lady that, that taught us in, in such a voice too, um, I know she probably had a, I think she had a pretty good business uh, herself of her voiceover stuff. And it sounded almost, I, I don't want to say too good to be true, but it sounded very easy. You know, she said, oh yeah, I travel. And when I go to a hotel, I get a call for one. I just pull the, pull the bed spread up over my head and I record and off I go. And then I've made a million dollars again. So, <laughs> um, and she didn't say that. I, that yeah, I, no, but, but there was one time I'm interrupting. Sorry, but there was one time I, they, I remember this, we were at a hotel. She got some kind of job and she did that. She had a, a, a mic or even, I'm trying to think if, if she had the mic at 
if it was a Yeti or something, but she had the mic right there on the table. She pulled the thing over and she did the recording. That was it. Yeah. 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 So, so, you know, it sounded pretty easy, pretty easy to do, you know, hot dog, I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, and, and really that part probably isn't so bad. It's all the other parts that go with it that you have to keep in mind, you know, the, uh, the, the business cards and contacting people and doing the demos and doing the technical stuff and doing all these other parts that go along with it. Uh, the editing, uh, all the other things, you know, the recording, like you said, Cindy, is just, you know, it's, it's easy peasy, you know, get on the phone, get on the microphone and say, okay, here I am, Doug Mass, I'm going to do this. But then, you know, okay, wait a minute, there's some gasp in there, there's some breasts in there, I got to edit this, I got to put some background yeah. music in, or, or sound effects, or whatever it is. And that's that's the part that really uh, uh, probably emphasize, you need to emphasize more, is, is doing those kinds of things. There's other background work that goes with it. So, um but that's really kind of my story. Um, again, I, I still still dragging my feet on it a, quite a bit, uh, even though I am retired now. And well, and pick them up. Come on, let's pick them up. <laughs> I know. Hey, Doug, Doug, show <laughs> us the chart. Show us what's on that chart. Yeah, in back of you there. The yeah. yeah what, what is all of You're that? Such a voice chart. Right. Yeah. Let me see if I can get this to hold still. And yeah. So there. If can you see that or is that? Yeah. Yeah. No, I yep. can see it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the chart they made for us at Such a Voice. And it told us really, uh, what areas we should uh, work on. My niche was uh, great for narration projects like biographies, history, uh, masculine items, uh, oh, commercials oh, oh. for financial high-end products, those kinds of things. Yeah. So, um, and then, you know, they, they broke down your voice, too. Doug uh, had a gentle, a great tone, friendly, trustworthy voice, soothing, educated, corporate, comforting. Um, so, but she also said to work on the expressiveness, smooth out the delivery, and have fun. So, um, and the expressiveness, I think, is, is certainly something that uh, uh, has not been my strong suit. So, uh, and I think, Mark, you've listened to a couple of my demos, and it was kind of the same thing. I kind of fell on uh, on some things like that so um so yeah. those are things i have to work on you know what's you know what's really weird i have to interrupt because this is this is just I, i've just been thinking i don't remember where i recorded in colorado i don't i can't remember what, what where i like i i don't remember before because i did voiceovers before i moved down to florida remember, recording in your house or yeah i don't remember where i did it Oh, um, I was over there one time, and, and you and me and Steve, we went upstairs to one of the bedrooms, didn't we? Oh, so it was up there? Did okay. You have, yeah, I just, I just was having a hard time there. figuring out, like, where did I actually do that? Okay. Wow, you're, you are showing your age now. I so know. Tell me about it. <laughs> 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 All right, let's do the fade out right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. okay, this one's over with now. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, Oh, good. No, that's 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 good stuff. Uh, you know, and and again, uh, as we go on to our next episodes, you know, <clears throat> down the line, we'll be talking about you know some of the highlights that you guys talked about as you were going through your journey, as far as your equipment and you know your coaching and in that type of stuff. Do we know if such a voice is even in business anymore? Oh yeah, it's still in business. Are they okay? And the yeah. same guy owns it in Massachusetts. I think he's got a mass, isn't he? 
I believe so. Yeah, I believe the yeah. headquarters or the corporate yeah, office yeah. or whatever you want to call it is is out of Massachusetts. And, and as far as I know, the last time I uh, looked, they are still in business. Um, and remember that one woman that was in our group? She kind of went and worked for them for a while, but I don't think she still does. I can't think of her name. Right. How many? How many? You know what? I didn't ask. How many people were in that class with you guys? Do you remember mm-hmm. roughly? I, I was just trying to think. I remember three other people i believe there were a lot on the on the introductory thing but then i think there weren't as many um who actually signed up for which is is usual yeah 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 i kind of remember two other guys um do you cindy uh me you and i I remember two other people but i can't remember if there was more than that i don't i don't think there were very many if there were five maybe yeah yeah Yeah. there was i seem like there was quite a few at the uh, introductory thing at acc right but then, of course, you know, it dwindles down pretty fast. And they yeah. Yep. 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 That's that's right. Mm-hmm. All right. Mark. My Yeah. My story is just a little bit different when it comes to such a voice. Um, but I'll, I'll get into that here shortly. Uh, my, my journey with voiceover started, um, again, like with Doug, back in the, heck, it was back in the 70s and 80s with me. Uh, I had people at any given time uh, tell me, you know, geez, you got a really nice voice. You know, it sounds great. You should really be on the radio, just like what Doug heard. And uh, and I looked into that. Uh, I looked into, you know, going to a broadcast school. And where I lived at the time, I would have had to travel down to Denver because I lived up in, you know, up in the boondocks of South Dakota. So, you know, if I, if I had to do that, I had to go to someplace that was more metropolitan. So, you know, that was just out of the picture for me. And I just kind of put off, you know, if anybody told me that, like you, Doug, uh, you know, I said, oh, yeah, thanks. You know, yeah, it's, you know, the voice that came out with me. So I just kind of blew it off for years and years. And uh, by the time I moved down here to Arizona, uh, back in the early 80s, um, you know, more and more people, you know, I'm in a bigger city now, and more and more people told me that, you know, gee, your voice is good and all of that. And I thought, oh, you know what? I'm down here. I can look into that uh, broadcast school. And at the time, uh, I was a lowly construction worker back in the early 80s, and I was uh, a husband with one child at the time. And uh, you know what? I did not have the money that they wanted. So mm-hmm. couldn't get into that. Uh, and like Doug, just kind of blew things off for many, many years uh, until the early 2000s. Uh, it was about 2004 or 2005. Uh, I'd actually advanced my construction to a point where I had my own construction company. Uh, and I did remodels and what's called TIs or tenant improvements uh, and things like that and making some good money, um, doing good. And again, I uh, got the proverbial person that said, wow, you know, your voice, you should do something with that. And it was all because I read a, it was kind of like a poem and it was during a friend of mine's daughter's wedding. And I can't even remember what the poem was. It was something about being a father and giving away the daughter and, you know, kind of melancholy, happy, cheery at the end, whatever. And I read that during the wedding as the bride was walking up the aisle 
at the beginning, you know, when they do the, uh, what do they call song. that song? The bridal song or yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. So that was playing real low. And then I narrated this poem. And of course, after that, they were like, you know, whoa, geez, you know, where'd you come from? And where's that voice from? And da, 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 down the line. So I thought, well, okay, I, you know, I got a good business going. I got this and that going. And, and I might have my dates off. I can't remember exactly when I read this poem, whether I was with my first wife or my second wife. I can't remember. That's another story down the line. Okay. At any rate, <laughs> we, we, uh, I kind of started looking into voiceover. And again, I started old school. I went to the library at first and, you know, got some books on broadcasting and voiceover. And, uh, you know, the interweb was, you know, up and running better than it was in the uh, 80s and 90s and uh, started looking into uh, the voiceover work and got online and saw, geez, there's all these different, you know, coaches and training classes and all of that. And I was, oh, well, which one should I choose? What, are, what should I look at here? What should I really do? And so I contacted such a voice. Oh, somebody wants me on the phone. Sorry, that's very unprofessional to have on a podcast. Any rate, I'll edit that out, maybe. Um, any rate, so I, I, you know, saw such a voice and thought, oh, okay, you know what, I'll look into this program and called him. And we had a couple of sessions on the phone, not really coaching sessions, more or less question answer sessions, this and that. And this was in 2000, I think it was 2005. And uh, they said, you know what, well, we could, you know, give you a little coaching and boy, yeah, you got the right voice and we could produce a demo for you. And, you know, you're going to have to come to San Diego to, to do the demo. You know, you're going to we got a recording studio in San Diego. And I thought, well, okay. And I talked to my wife about it and we thought, well, we'll make a little vacation out of it. And uh, we did. Uh, went there, got a hotel room, you know, flight over, hotel room, all that. The next day I went to this recording studio right outside of San Diego and met with this young gal from Such a Voice. And like you guys, I cannot remember the gal's name. Uh, my life depended on it. I have no idea what her name was now. But she was very pleasant, very nice. And we chatted for maybe a half an hour uh, about, you know, the type of demos I'd like to create and what they recommend. And she, she leafed through her little, you know, portfolio briefcase thing that she had. And she says, you know what, I'm going to pull out a few scripts. And we just want to read a few little nips of each one of these scripts, you know, for your demo. And she did the same thing, you know, told me, well, you know, this read should be a little happy and light. And this read should be a little, you know, serious. And this, you know, and we went through the whole thing. And that was probably maybe from the time I got to the studio to the time I actually went into the recording booth, maybe two hours had passed. And got my scripts, went into the booth, and recorded the scripts that she decided would be the best for my voice. And we did a commercial demo and a narration demo. And she says, okay, that's great. You sound great. Ma, da, 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 da. We'll, we'll do all of the editing and we'll do, you know, we'll clean it up and we'll put music behind it and we'll get it to you, you know, you know, in no time. You'll have a demo and you'll be able to start 
getting out there in the voiceover world. And again, nothing about how to market, which is another topic that we'll get into, but no talk about marketing or promoting or anything about advancing the voiceover business other than here's your demo and boy, once you get it, you'll, you know, get a website going and oh yeah, you'll be making money. So I got that demo about a month later. It took about a month for them to get me the demo after I recorded it. This is the demo. Back in 2005. And it sucked. It was terrible. You know, you know what? Every what? huh? What? Yeah, yeah. It. Uh, I mean, it was. You know, uh, there at the recording, I thought. You know, after I got done with the recording, and she said, "Oh, you did great." And this and that. Oh boy, I felt good. Oh, I'm excited. I can't wait to hear it. And when I heard it, uh, sat down with the wife and plugged it into the computer and we listened to it and my wife and I both looked at each other and said, Oh my God, did we waste a lot of money? Oh, and at the time, literally I spent on the phone with such a voice. I may have spent maybe, like I said, two or three sessions on the phone where we talked about things, not really coaching, but they were like little half hour chats before I, shuttled on off to San Diego, which, you know, the cost of the plane fare and the hotel and the meals and the rent-a-car and the studio demo time, which was another $1,700. After everything was said, I spent probably, I don't know, maybe close to three grand after mm -hmm. plane flights and, you know, basically what you guys spent to do what you did but I did not get any microphone or, you know, audio interface or uh, any programs or, you know, any pro tools. I didn't get any of that. I got this crappy ass demo <laughs> and it was terrible. It was, it, you know, the music mix on the background is so, so my voice sounded the same in every single spot. You know, oh my God. did I sound happy in this spot? Did I sound serious in this spot? I sounded the same. I mean, and it was just like, oh Christ, I can't, I can't take this thing out anywhere. Wow. Uh, so after that, uh, and, and what was surprising is my wife at the time was still supportive. You know, it was like even after hearing this and spending this money, she was like, boy, you know what? I think we need to go a different route on this. And uh, so I started doing a little more research on the on the interweb. Uh, my wife hates it when I say the interweb instead of the proper <laughs> term. Uh, at any rate, um, I did a little more research and found out that, uh, you know what, I need to get a little better acting chops, a little better, you know, you know, like, like Doug, Doug says, he's got that little list that such a voice gave, gave you. Now, again, I went in 2005 and you guys went in 2010 and yeah, maybe they cleaned up their act a little bit in those five years. Uh, myself, I I would never have recommended the that group to anybody after after my experience. Yeah. You guys went five years later, and your experience, you, you know, you're not unhappy with it, so right. that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. 
what people are doing now uh, in such a voice. I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what their program is now. I don't know how they operate. So I can't say whether or not they're worth it or not right now. I could say back in 2005 that they were not worth it. But now, I don't know. Did but you anyway. address with them? What was that? Did you address that with them? Did you contact them? No, no, I never did. No, I, I basically, after after that, I was, you know, I was kind of humiliated at the time. Yeah. You know, I was kind of embarrassed. Yeah, I literally threw that demo in the drawer and said, okay, uh, these last couple of months just didn't exist. I'm, I'm going to start over and, you know, see what happens, which I did. And I decided that you know, <laughs> I need to, I, I think I need to get coaching, uh, which, again, we'll talk about in another episode more in length. But briefly, I went and found a coach. Uh, at, and I was in Denver by this time because I had uh, I was living in Phoenix when I went to San Diego to do this demo. And after that demo, the, the wife and I decided to move out of Arizona and we decided to move up to Colorado. And, uh, you know, I did a little research and, and did some more online uh, connections with some other kind of online coaches before we left Arizona, before we got to Colorado. And again, I'll elaborate on that later. But once I got into Colorado, I found a coach and I went with, I, I coached with him. He coached me for eight months. Literally, I went to him once a week for eight months uh, before I ever recorded my demo, the demo that I was much happier with. So, at any rate. You, Mark, did you do your own demo then? No, no. At that at that time, uh, I went uh, like you. You went to a recording studio after the fact, and I did too. I after I uh, had the coaching and I was ready to do this demo, I went to. Uh, in fact, I went to Coop Studios up there in Boulder. Oh, in Boulder. Okay. Yeah, they're they're nice. Yeah, and, and actually, it, I know I know the I think I know the people who own that. Yeah. No, I, I they're 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 a great group up there, and we'll talk more about them on on an upcoming episode. Uh, so at any rate, I did my demo with them and very happy with it. And at, and at that time, created this CD. Oh, much look at that. Much more professional looking. Huh? Ooh. Oh, ooh, time, time, ooh, yeah. Time for a voice and everything. And this is back when CDs were the thing. You know, we didn't just email our demos to people. We sent them a CD. Yeah, and you know that's really interesting because we didn't. I didn't get a CD of my oh, demo. Didn't. My oh, demo, yeah. nope. My demo was all online. Did, did you get a CD, Doug? No, I didn't. No, and, well, I don't know and, what I want to. Yeah, and again, this is 2010, 2011. Well, five years later. Yeah, mm -hmm. this was five years later. This is. Yeah. I mean, by the time I did this demo, what what was it? I was again when <clears> I started with such a voice. It was 2004, 2005. This this is probably 2006. When okay. I when I got this demo done, and and they were still doing the creating it on the CDs, and you know, yeah, was the availability there to send your demo via you know email or via you know a, a link or whatever on the in it, on the internet? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's how yeah, that's how ours was sent through that. Yeah, yeah the industry I, wasn't wasn't quite there yet. So yeah, I was looking I was looking at the Such a Voice website. It's pretty huge. They have a lot of. Um, it's different now. I don't know yeah. if they do these classes like we took, 
it looks like you have to sign up for all these individual things. Yeah, they, um, they've they've really advanced and and, and, and improved. Uh, you know, all of all of the stuff, all, all of this online. And, uh, and the person we know who works for them is that Jolene Dirks. Oh, Jolene! Yes, oh, yeah. She was She's in our on, she was in our group. Right. Yeah, and if you yeah. if you look on their website, she she is. Um, I, I remember her going and working for them. Um, but um, I, I didn't realize she was still with them. I thought she had left them. But she's like the marketing. But she, I guess she gives classes. Um, wow. So it seems she, like. I, I believe you're right. I think she does the uh, classes on marketing. Because I know she did a lot of that info in our group. She talked yeah. about that. I think she used to be a teacher, wasn't she? Yes, I think you're right about that. <laughs> Sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she yeah. does. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, she is their, um, let me see here. She is their marketing and career advisory coach. There you go. Mm -hmm. Okay. So she wow. does, um, she's she's a voice actor, an on-camera talent, and a voiceover marketing and career advising coach. Yeah, she was a teacher. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, I mean, it's, I, again, we're talking, what, this is almost... 17 16 17 years later yeah. i'm i'm glad they're improving uh, again yeah. again uh i'd be interested to talk to some such a voice people uh now to see what yeah. their thoughts are of it now uh, yeah again it sounds like they've, they've improved the program as as the years have gone by from and i don't know when they started was it 2005 i don't know where they were just learning themselves maybe yeah i, I believe yeah. it was around 2003 or 2000 it was Again, okay. it was in the early 2000s. Um, all, all of this stuff, internet-wise, when it comes to coaching and uh, the, the audition sites, uh, again, which don't get into now because we'll, we'll talk about that later, all of that was in the early 2000s. I mean, they're, basically, the stuff is only 20 years old at the most. You know, right. So it's, it's not that old. Right. Yeah, she does. I mean, they have a lot. They have these all these individual coaches for like, um, you know, they have a demo coach and then they have a, um, you know, they have a lot of voiceover coaches. They have tons of coaches. There's a, there's uh, another audio book coach. You know, they have home studio coaches, um, you know, so I guess if you want to get, you know, guidance in certain one of these things, you can. I guess hire these people to help you with that. Yeah, I right. I believe there's another fella out of he's in Colorado. I think he's up up in the Longmont area or whatever. Uh, he he's also an instructor for Such a Voice, and I met him at another kind of meetup get together. Nice guy. Uh, he, he was in the auto industry. He had an auto dealership, or he was a manager for an auto dealership, and he went into voice voiceover. Uh, he's got a and I. Ugh, Again, I can't remember his name either. But uh, what's your name? Wait a minute. Okay, we'll we'll uh, <laughs> we'll carry on. But at any rate, so uh, that was kind of my journey: getting the demos going and and getting my demo through Coop Studio, and then getting my website set up. I mean, I, I didn't set up my website until after I um, after I got this demo done from Coop Studios, and that was you know in what two thousand six or seven whatever it was and uh 
since then, I've uh, got my demo. I've signed up for different coaching classes. I mean, I've, I've had more coaches than you can shake a stick at, uh, which again, that's a whole other topic. Uh, and I've been somewhat active in the voiceover industry. Um, again, like Doug, I've kept a full-time job during the whole thing. Um, again, because I've been comfortable living the style I live and uh, uh, the construction industry has, uh, you know, made that good for me. Uh, so I didn't want to didn't want to get rid of that until the voiceover industry uh, started bringing money in, uh, you know. And again, that's a whole that's a whole other thing that we need to talk about: the time you spend with voiceover versus your day job, or what some people call your survival job. That's a whole other area we need to look at. But again, I basically had stayed with my survival job, doing the voiceover part time, and you know. Did a few gigs here and there, did some gigs, uh, you know, with local uh, people in Denver, did some stuff with uh, actually the German company, uh, a German production company. Uh, and there was a gaming guy, Lassie Games. I don't even know if they still exist. Remember the uh, uh, What Makes You Tick game? Do you remember that, you guys? I don't know if you guys were involved in that. Uh, <clears throat> it was during our meetup group, and... I can't remember if uh, member uh, Sacco, Ed, Ed Sacco, uh -huh. and yeah. uh, there was another person. They got me hooked up with this company because they were looking for voices for uh, this game that they were doing. And I got involved with that um, and did a very bad French accent character and, uh, <laughs> you know, didn't, didn't make a lot of money on it. I, I think I got maybe... I don't know, a hundred or 150 bucks for, you know, I did like, I don't know, a hundred lines. I think it was a, I think it was a dollar per line that I got paid. So however many lines I did, I got a dollar per line. And, you know, over the years I've done this and that, and I've been auditioning on different sites and I've, you know, hooked up with a few agents. And again, the agent thing, that's a whole nice topic we can talk about down the line. That's a good thing. That's a good topic. Yeah. Um, and, and and get your feedback on that and your comments on that and and maybe get some feedback and some comments from our our listeners and our our viewers uh what their experiences are what their thoughts are on that you know they they yeah. may think you know what we've been talking about is a bunch of hooky hokey bull pokey yeah. i tried to i tried to write there and i didn't do a very good job so if you know again uh, speaking of which, if anybody that's watching or listening has a comment, yeah, throw us a comment. And if you're on YouTube, throw us that, you know, subscription thing, ring the bell, make a comment, smash the like button. They, they say all of that stuff on the website, smash the, or on the YouTube thing, you know, smash that like button. And right. Like you, us, please like us. Yeah. Like us, subscribe. <laughs> If you don't like us, like us anyways. Give us a like thumbs us up. <laughs> yeah, if, yeah, if you want to, you can give us a thumbs down too. That way we'd know if we are doing this right or wrong. I don't know if you can do this right or wrong. Anyways. So anyway, that was that was that. Oh, as far as you guys were talking about the Pro Tools and how uh you didn't like it so much because it was it's rather I don't want to say it's complicated. It's got a it's got a pretty big learning curve. 
And I started with Pro Tools after I went through all of my coaching, after I, you know, after I got this demo done, uh, you know, I, I saw up in Coop Studios. But I, I mean, I started with this original Pro Tools LE7. Yeah. This is a long time. <clears throat> this is a long time ago. They don't even they don't even have that anymore. But that's what I started with, and how I learned to when I was doing my auditions. And uh, and again, we'll talk later about doing your own demos, which all of the coaches out there, all of the professionals out there, will say, "No, don't do your own demo." Bullshit. You can. Well, you I can think you have to have some some experience like you mark i have i mean i you i probably couldn't do my own demo i probably could if i learned but it's you though on the other hand can definitely do demos for people i mean you've done it for me and you've done it for like you know even the front range people so and you did it, did it for doug so the, the, but, uh, but i think if somebody's pretty techie I, I i mean you know what if you just what's amazing and we'll talk about this on another episode which you guys will just love to hear about and it may inspire you yeah you can do it with audacity you can do it with the with the information and the programs that you have it takes a little time to learn yes you know you don't want to go right out there and do something that you don't know what you're doing no you don't want to send out you know total crap uh but you know in time and with the industry right now and with the venues out there that you know you can find work at doing a diy demo is more and more popular it's it's coming coming to fruition for a lot of people mm -hmm. so uh again you don't need the fancy pro tools program i mean yes i still have pro tools that's what i work with i also have audacity mainly because if my computer has a glitch and I need to get an audition out right away, boom, I'll hit audacity and I'll, I'll do the audition. But uh, in general, I, I loved pro tools. I loved learning about it. And again, Cindy, yes. I mean, some of us are techier type people. I, I am a kind of a nerd that way. Yeah. I, uh, you're, I, I like you're like Steve. Steve was like that. And he would say, stop touching buttons. Cause I would just start like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, but it's, it's, it's good stuff. And, you know, so that's, that was, that's, you know, how it goes. And we'll, we'll talk more about that down the line, but, you know, as far as uh, my history, there we go. That's how I got started. And, uh, you know, all of you out there in the watching and listening world, you might have some different ideas or some different experiences, how you got started. So yeah, we want to hear that. You know, we want, we want to know. Right. Um, so anyway, that's it for today's episode okay or, good. or this or this week's episode of vo babble <clears throat>